Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey everybody, welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with uh, Hall of Famer Leanne Whippen. We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended. Don't forget they have a special holiday special on their website, which is uh, Painted Hills Beef. You can go there, you go to their um, little online store. It's not little. And uh, before you check out, if you use BBQ Nation, uh, you get 15% off the beef that is delivered right to your door. Well, this is the second of our Christmas gift shows, uh, as as promised. And uh, I'm very pleased to introduce to you Ethan O'Keefe. O'Keefe, I'm sorry. Uh, I work with Ethan, and so does Leanne at uh, Gorilla Grills, part of the AOB brands. And um, good stuff there. Ethan, welcome. Appreciate it, Jeff. Yeah, man. I've been looking forward to this. Um, when did we start? I mean, we recently started planning this, but when did we start actually communicating? It's probably been about a year, I would think, right? Yeah, yeah, just about a year. I think we got into it last fall because you were kind of there was a merger and stuff. And then you took over and I tracked you down and we started talking and pretty soon these big pallets showed up. <laughs> so <laughs> so it works. Did you get the kitchen set up? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We used it in uh, Leanne and I filmed seven different food segments. Yeah, it was in of, there. It was yeah. right in there. Yeah. It's, so, really at the green, right? Yep. Right. Yes. I remember seeing it on there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so we're there, and it's all good. Anyway, we wanted to talk about uh, Grilla Grills products for potentially for people for Christmas gifts. Uh, they're a little big to put under the tree. You might be putting them on the deck. But, uh, that's uh, okay. Yeah, that's just okay. Wheel them in the front door, you know, like that. <laughs> so you, you away from the Christmas tree, you know it's going to be a good gift. So That's yeah, right. Yeah. So tell us about those. I mean, you don't have to tell Leanne and I too much about it because we're pretty uh, versed in those. But, you know, one thing about Gorilla, they uh, you've got pellet grills, you've got gas grills, you've got charcoal grills, you've got all kinds of things that go with them. Um, and so I'm just going to let you take it from there and explain a little bit about them. For sure. So that's, that's one of the things that kind of differentiates us um, from some of the competition is they don't always cover all the fuel types. Um, so it's it's very versatile, especially when we're just going to like work with partners. Um, we can work with a lot of different people because it's not as competitive whenever not everyone makes all the different fuel types. Um, as far as pellet grills go, um, ours kind of stand away from the competition just because of build quality. That's been like the number one thing from Grilla. Um, even since the acquisition like a year and a half ago, that has not, we have not shied away from that. The Grilla brand standard of quality is still like the most the most um, important thing when it comes to building these grills. So I'd say what makes us stand apart as a brand is going to be that overall build quality and just customer service. Our customer service has a lot of years in the industry, very knowledgeable of the product, 
um, just power users of the product. And then just to get a little more specific on the fuel types, uh, pellet grills, I'd say uh, with double wall insulation, we've got internal stainless steel components. So they perform very well in cold weather. Um, that's not always the case for um, a lot of other grill companies. You might have to buy, you know, you might have to buy a thermal blanket or a heat blanket just to go smoke a pork butt in the cold. Um, that's mm -hmm. not the case with our grills, with the way they're built. Um, that's not the design. So they're going to perform very well in cold weather. They're going to perform very efficient and hold temperature. Um, and then also they are compatible with our outdoor kitchens. Um, so that's another thing that kind of sets them apart from the pack. Not, not all grills are going to be compatible with uh, outdoor kitchens, especially um, unless you're building a custom one. Um, that's uh -huh. a kind of a completely different price point. Sure. Uh, so ours are compatible with that. We've got built-in units uh, for all of those. And then as far as our gas grill uh, right now, it's just the primate. Um, the number one thing that's going to set that apart from the pack is obviously its ability to run a griddle and full grates both. Um, so it's one of the only like hybrid combos out there. It's kind of an easy sell because you've got a super high quality grill, super high quality stainless steel grill uh, built into one. So you're kind of saving, you're saving that deck space and you're saving, you're saving money because you're kind of getting two grills in one. So it's not a, not a common thing to see. Um, again, that is built with heavy duty stainless steel. Um, you can't use that in cold weather. It gets very hot very quickly. Um, it's got an insulated hood too. So. If you just want to preheat your grill, it's going to take a few minutes, and that's about it. Um, Fifteen. Can you take um? Can you take the griddle off and make it two grills? You know, spaces so you can kind of use what you want to use. You mean like uh, use both at once, kind of thing. Uh huh. Yeah. We got uh, one of our best accessories would be the two thirds griddle for the primate. With those grill grates are going to come in one third sections, so we've got a two thirds griddle where you can run your two thirds griddle. And then run one of your third grill grates um, at once, and that's that's like the number one choice for a lot of people. If you don't need a griddle space to cook for ten to, or for a big group of people, you can throw your two thirds on um, and then utilize both at the same time. So that's a nice feature. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of really good feedback about that accessory. So just a very versatile product overall. Like I said, it's very hot. Um, burners are fifteen thousand BTUs. So. And then I'm um, on the charcoal side of the game with our Kamado grill, the Kong. That one simply, simply we're just we're beating on price point and in size. So it's going to be very comparable to like the Big Green Egg XL. Um, it's probably about half the price, I'd say. That's that's around eight forty nine right now. Um, MSRP. So that's that's really the main thing that's going to set it apart from the pack. Um, most people aren't making super large tomatoes. I'd say I think Primo might have one around the similar size, but again, they have a, a very good price point and very competitive there. So that's kind of just that's the gist of um, all three fuel types. I don't know if you want me to talk about our kitchens at all. Yeah, we'll get to that in the next segment. But what mm -hmm. I was going to say, Ethan, was you named the Kong properly because it's big. Um, and the one I have has one of your carts on it, which you guys have those carts and they're magnificent to move, uh, not just for the Kong, but for, you know, um, all of your grills. You can put them on 
specifically made carts. They've got, um, you know, pneumatic wheels and a handle and you can turn it and park it wherever you want. It's, it's very, very convenient. Yeah. So we've, we've got the all, we don't have it quite for all of them. Like the OG doesn't have one, um, technically the primate, but like our, our silverback and our Kong, like two of our, our bigger skews, um, those have all terrain carts. So. Yeah. I'm, I was impressed because, uh, the Kong is heavy, but I haven't met a Kamado grill yet in my career that wasn't heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it safely takes two people to put it mounted on the cart. Yeah. Um, the first one I got years ago, I was trying to be Hercules. I got it on there, but it wasn't a pretty sight mm-hmm. when I did it. So, and then I think I limped for four days afterwards. I'm not sure, but, uh, the one thing I like about the Kong is it really holds the heat well and the different layers of grates that you've got, um, you know, reflectors and different things like that. It, it's, it's a kind of a complete package. For sure. Yeah. We've got a good accessory line for that. Obviously it's like the most, if, if you know how to use a Kamado, it's going to be the most versatile grill you can get just because um, you can run at 180 and you can run it up to 800 degrees if you're searing steaks or something. So, but yeah, we've got diffusers and for indirect cooking, um, jerky racks, things like that. So, yeah, that works out really well. Um, and they have, you know, they're sold separately, but they have covers for everything too, which um, if you have a good number of cookers, I'll put it that way those uh, covers come in very handy, especially when you live in the Northern regions like I do. Um, Leanne down there uses it to keep a little rain off once in a while, but we use and it. And sunshine. And sunshine, yeah. <laughs> but but they're they're very, very handy. But mm-hmm. the I want to go back to the carts for a minute because I really think that's an important accessory for people to have. Um, you know, your silverback and your Kong, um, and your outdoor kitchens that we're going to talk about in the next segment, but you know, I didn't put the feet on them. I put wheels on it and I, you can move them around. That's the mm-hmm. one cool thing about it. You can move them around. And especially with the carts, um, you can park them, you know, a lot of the stuff Leanne and I do is for film and, and that, so you're always kind of cognizant of how it's set in the, in the shot, in the background, mm-hmm. but just handy at home to if you want to move it to one side of the deck or the patio or whatever your setup is, they become very, very handy and they're not that expensive. No. And it's like, we've got them set up to where, so our silverback is priced at eight 99. And then if you got the silverback all terrain, it's a thousand 99, but I believe the cart, um, if you bought it separately would be two 99. So really if you get the silverback AT, it's, it's kind of saving you uh, just from bundling it there. So, yeah. Uh And there's, I mean, the only thing you really have to do when it comes out is slap the wheels on and put on the handle and you're ready to go. Yeah. Um, And I can't. A lot of people are using it just because a lot of people store them in their garage and then they just wheel it to the driveway. So yeah. And Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't tell you how thankful I was when the first time I got one of the carts, I was like, yay. Um, because if you've got a number of grills and moving them around and some of them have wheels, some of them don't, this, this just takes all the, the, the macho man stuff out of it. It makes it very practical to use. Yeah. So. And you can have a shelf below it too. Yeah. Pellets or whatever. So. 
Yeah, it works out really well. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with Ethan O'Keefe, the marketing director for uh, the Gorilla Grills brand. Um, I work with Ethan on a semi-regular basis on this stuff because we use them on our shows and I use them on TV. And I uh, exposed, <laughs> that's probably a bad way to put it, Leanne to it when we were filming part of the TV show a couple months ago. So we'll take a break. We'll be right back with uh, more Barbecue Nation. everybody it's jt and this is a special version of barbecue nation it is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef welcome back to barbecue nation this is one of our christmas shows um We've got Ethan O'Keefe from Gorilla Grills with us today. And later we've got uh, Dan Walzer coming up from um, uh, Grill Grates. So, and they work hand in hand. Um, they make specific grates for your grills. And uh, that's one of the things that I don't know if people know that about Grill Grates, but uh, we'll, we'll be talking to Dan about that later. When you, um, you know, let me rephrase that, Ethan. The most widely used uh, fuel source for people with with cookers is gas. That's your the main thing in this country is, I mean, there's some people who love pellet grills, uh, some people that love charcoal grills, so on and so forth. But the civilians, as I call them, use uh, gas grills. And it's everybody's kind of dream to have some form or fashion of an outdoor kitchen. And now uh, Grilla Grills has made that possible for the pellet grill, for the Kong, uh, pellet grill being silverback, and for the primate, the gas grills. First of all, how did you guys come up with that, those designs? And tell us a little bit about them and some price points involved there. Yeah, for sure. So um, it. The way we designed it is it's it's completely modular. So no matter what pieces you buy, can, they can go in any arrangement. So if you ever want to move it around or say you move houses, you can bring it with you and it will still fit. Whether you've got, you know, whether it's 10 foot by 12 foot or you go eight foot by eight foot by 10 foot, you can build it in an L shape. Um, so that was the L shape is the main reason we released that corner piece um, before it was kind of just separate lengths of our stainless steel components, but now that that L shape or that corner piece uh, makes like a beautiful L shape for your deck or patio. Um, and we before it was just our uh, silverback and Kong that were compatible with the kitchen, and the primate being you know a very popular product for us, uh, we released the primate built-in unit, and it's it's done very well. Um, it's been very well received. It's it's seamless look uh, doing that in the kitchen. And just nothing but good feedback. Um, as far as all the components of the kitchen, we've got our 19 and a half inch cabinet with um, two drawers. We've got our 31 and a half inch cabinet with a drawer and two cabinet doors. It's really good for just dry storage, um, whether you want to put pellets or something in there. Uh, the 19 and a half inch is perfect for like a small trash can. Um, so you don't have like a big, ugly trash can sitting out. You can kind of put a small trash can in there and it's tucked away in a drawer. Um, so we've got those two cabinets. 
And then we've got our sink and fridge combo. If you want to plumb a sink to your kitchen or run it to, you know, under decking or something for a drain, you can do that with the fridge. Um, and then we received a lot of feedback that people didn't need a sink in their kitchen. And they just wanted, they just wanted their beer fridge pretty much. Yeah. So we released uh, the fridge cabinet. So it's just a singular stainless steel cabinet that fits with the rest of the kitchen that you can slide, slide your fridge into. Um, so then we've got, we've got the corner piece, like I said, we've got our built-in unit for the silverback and the Kong. It's the same skew. And then our built-in unit for the primate. I was going to tell you, Ethan, that I discovered something that the uh, cabinet, uh, I have the one with the one drawer and the, and the two doors, but something else that that cabinet can be used for, a pie safe. I ran out of refrigerator room at Thanksgiving and I went out and put two pies in the drawer with that, with the stainless steel and it was cold enough outside. Worked perfect. Wow. So <laughs> awesome. I never thought of that. Yeah. It's so not really you can tell people to put food in there, but you do what you want, Jeff. Yeah. Well, you know, when it's 30 degrees outside, it's not going to go bad. So, yeah. and uh, hold those pies overnight. It worked out really well. The, in the, and the other thing I like just about that cabinet, and I think Leanne could uh, vouch for this, it also, the top of that gives you another workspace. Um, you know, if you want to, if you just want to store sauces, rubs, towels, whatever on it, mm-hmm. or if you want to throw a cutting board on it, you've got some extra workspace there. And I think that's one of the things that people find kind of awkward uh, with their grills. If they don't have something like that cabinet, they're trying to set up a little table and I understand that. I've done it a million times. But those cabinets really provide you with some countertop space, which just like in your indoor kitchen is very important. Yeah, for sure. No, I've I've found the same thing using mine. Uh, storage is great, but just having somewhere that you also don't really care, like if it gets dirty. Uh, right. You're going to clean it up, but it's not like your inside kitchen where you're like you're going to clean it up immediately. Uh, right. So yeah. The other thing is you can just wipe these down or hose them off or whatever you want to do. They, they'll they dry quickly when the sun's out. And, uh, you they're know, it, too, so. I'm sorry. They're all stainless steel. So. Yeah, they're, they're all stainless steel like that. In your <clears throat> in your personal arsenal there, Ethan, what do you use at home? Which grill do I use the most? Yes. Lately, I'm going to say the primate. Um, only because I, I like breakfast is one of my favorite meals and I cook breakfast on it almost every day. Um, mm-hmm. it's very convenient, but a lot of times like I'll, I'll fire up my silverback and, uh, primate and just use both cook sides on the silverback and then protein on, on the primate. So, but the primate's kind of been my go-to for a little bit. So tell us about other accessories that you have in your line at Gorilla Grills. Um, uh, you've got quite a few. For sure. So just general accessories, not not grill specific for our pellet grills. Obviously, we do have six blends of pellets. Um, we've got competition, hickory, mesquite, apple, cherry, and pecan. Um, then, as you mentioned earlier, we've got grill grates. So we've got grill specific grates for the dimensions of our Kong, the OG, Chimp, and Silverback. Um, and if you don't know how those work, check them out at grillgrates.com. Um, and I'm sure you'll be talking about it on the next segment, but they're very handy, especially for pellet grills. 
So okay. For Christmas, for Christmas time, when do you think you need to place an order by? Do you have like a drop dead date? Uh, I'm not going to give a date right now just because we did have uh, Black Friday. So we had some some volume come through. So I can't I can't give you a drop dead date right now. But to be safe, I mean, in the next week. Um, right, right. In November, yeah. If you get it in early December, um, the, the warehouse will be working hard to get those orders out. Perfect. Excellent. Ethan O'Keefe, Marketing Manager for Gorilla Grills. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, Jeff. I appreciate it, man. And good to meet you, Leanne. You too. Happy holidays. Yep. We'll be back with Dan Walter from Grill Greats right after this. Please stay with us. Hey, everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT. Leanne had to step out for a minute. Someday I'll tell you why. Uh, it's nothing nefarious. It just had to go. Um, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, uh, beef you can always count on and trust, and you'll love it. Uh, if you go to their online store at PaintedHillsBeef.com, uh, this time of year, they've got a 15% discount for Barbecue Nation listeners. You just type in BBQ Nation uh, in the little code or coupon place, and it'll tell you all about it, and you'll get it right to your door. Also, we want to uh, talk about just for a moment uh leanne's pig powder you can go to pigpowder.com um it's great stuff i use it all the time in fact i used it on some um cheese bread last night i was experimenting with it and it worked really well so just go to pigpowder.com uh, i want to welcome next uh dan walter from grill grace dan is the ceo he's a relatively new ceo in the barbecue business but um he's uh going for it here and uh, as part of our Christmas uh, gift suggestions, uh, I would recommend Grill Greats, actually. But, Dan, welcome. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So how did you get wrapped into Grill Greats? It's a great question, uh, and it's a bit circuitous. But um, I actually – so I started using Grill Greats probably, I don't know, six or so years ago. My wife got me a set uh, for, for Father's Day from a recommendation from a friend. Um fell in love with the product and uh that was that that was about as far as it went um you know i used it on the grill and then told some friends about it but um totally randomly i ended up getting introduced um to brad barrett who who uh you know i don't know if, uh, you, you you probably know him but uh, brad brad was the, the the founder the inventor um and the original owner of grill great um i i was running a, a marketing agency in atlanta and I got introduced to Brad, who owned Grow Great, and you know, so, uh, there was an opportunity for to, to do some work together, and uh, we sort of immediately hit it off. Particularly considering that I had the greats and, and was a big fan, and 
you know, we just got to talking and I, and I asked Brad, you know, what, what his plan with the business was. And he had said that he eventually wanted to sell it. And I said, look, you know, I've got this marketing firm, so I think I know how to market and grow it. And I love the product and I want to be in the industry. Would you, would you sell it to me? And he said, yes. And here we are. And he's fishing now. He's fishing now. He's, he's still, he's still involved pretty heavily with grow great, but he's definitely <laughs> doing more fishing than he was before. I know when I saw him last year, last year, the year before in Texas, and he was talking, he says, ah, you better get a hold of me while you can, because I'm going to be headed for the water with my fly pole or so." He made some comment <laughs> like that, and I started laughing. I um, believe him. And, and damned if he didn't end up doing that. So <laughs> yeah. um, did you know, I mean, you had a you had a pellet grill or barbecues at home, but did were you really familiar with the entire width and breadth of the barbecue world? I wasn't. I mean, I, 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 I uh, always considered myself sort of a, a serious amateur grower. Mm-hmm. Um, I do most of the cooking in our house and most of the cooking happens outside. It's obviously that has grown in the last two years since I've uh, been at the helm here at Grill Great. Um, but no, I mean, my, my experience in the industry um, was, you know, prior to, to coming, you know, on board with Grill Great, it was 100% as a, you know, backyard end user. Yeah. What what's your what's your favorite poison? Pellets, charcoal, uh, gas, a little of everything. I would say a little bit of everything. I mean, I, I think um, I, uh, I I'd say my my preferred poison is just a nice fat, juicy reverse seared ribeye. So yeah, get a little bit of pellet in there, a little bit of gas or charcoal, however I want to finish it off. Uh, well, that, that's, that's the, my uh, yeah. That's the cool thing about your products is you make them for every kind of. Uh, uh, you know, cooker really. We do, yeah. I I think it's great. My wife at this point probably doesn't because now I've got pretty much every <laughs> type of grill you can imagine <laughs> sitting in the backyard. Um, but uh, yeah, we you know we make grates for for gas grills. And, and what's cool is that the grill grates, you know, look, they do the same core thing on every grill, which is they sear better and they add more flavor. And you know more juiciness to the food, and that right. that's that's a a constant. Um, no matter what what fuel you're cooking on, but I think what's really nice about Grill Great is that the product also solves sort of the core problems with every type of grill. Right, gas yeah. grills. The biggest complaint is uneven heat and flare ups. Um, grill Grates, you know, even out the heat and they and they stop the flare ups on pellet grills, which typically don't get hot enough to really you know truly sear. Right. Um, you know, the grates are on 150, 200 degrees hotter than the temperature of the grill, and you can get a real sear on on a pellet grill. And on, you know, charcoal grills, whether it's Kamado or Kettle or a PK, um, I think one of the great things about the grates is that it helps you really actually control the temperature, right? And, yeah. and the one thing I've learned is that you might overcook your food, but you're never going to burn it. Um, and I think it just makes grilling, you know, easier and more fun and, and less stressful. I think... Uh... Honestly, uh, I feel your pain about the number of grills and cookers you have in your backyard. Sure. My wife's like, no. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but uh, it takes a little bit. Uh, it takes a couple of cooks for you to get used to them when you first get them. It, it does. I, I think for a lot of folks, um, the, the first time they use the grate, they're just sitting there waiting and watching and staring and like, you know, waiting to see what happens. And I think that's the beauty of the product is you don't have to do that. You know, put them on, check your, you know, check your temperatures and, 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 and kind of, it really just enhances the flavor of the food and lets the food do its thing without you having to sit there and watch it. And and it makes rolling simpler. 
How does that um, getting hotter process work? Is that like conduction heat? Uh, is it because they're they're not made out of the same stuff like your regular grates are on your kettle? Okay, I'll just yeah. use that as an example. Yeah. So mo- most of those grates are, are stainless, uh, stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Um, the grill grates are made of aluminum. Um, and they're extruded aluminum and then they're hard anodized, which is a, a food safe uh, coating that also develops into a, a nonstick surface. And so the, the properties of the extruded aluminum, aluminum is much more conductive um, mm-hmm. than stainless steel. So, so you know, think of any type of grill in a, in a closed environment, right? Normally, um, you've got sort of the, the heat source at the bottom. You've got these these open grates that are letting air and you know hot air sort of rise and pass through, and most of that heat you know ends up escaping out of the back of the grill. Right. Um, the grill grates, because of the design with the with the valleys with the holes in it, there's more surface area, and the surface area of the product is more conductive, so it traps and it captures all of that heat. So instead of just sort of losing the heat, you know, out into the air, out out the back of the grill, grill grates capture and hold the heat, and they retain the heat well. And so, you know, all that excess hot air that's flowing up through the grill, you're, you're capturing it and you're putting it into the grates and then using it to sear off your food. Now, can you reverse them? Yeah, it's a great question and uh, contra- maybe controversial, but uh, it's, it's I, fine I with me. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah, no, I prefer cooking on the flat side. So, you can, you know, you've got your traditional sort of rails up grilling. Right. Um, um, when when. when when, when you put the grates on, but you can flip them over and you have a flat side. And that's how I like to finish most of my food because the flat side gets hot, it, you know, just as hot as the, as the rails upside. And, um, you know, you sort of have a griddle now on your grill. And I like to sort of, you know, finish off my steaks with, uh, Brad Barrett dubbed it the, uh, the Ruth's Chris kiss, but just yeah, sort of yeah. flipping the steaks over, getting a nice sear off to, to, to finish it. I'll tell you, I, um, maybe I shouldn't say this, but what I do is I take, when I'm using the grill grates, I use, half uh rails up and the other half flat okay um and then i get exactly what you're talking about there it, it that's exactly what i do yeah it just works out great and uh i like them too um i'm lazy <clears throat> sort of but uh they clean up really well too um dan you know i i can take them well after they're cooled off and stuff and i have a little area over by my shop that uh i i can roll out my pressure washers or i have soap and water there whatever and they just it they just clean up really easy yeah i think um i would challenge you to do less cleaning and this is something we struggle with okay with um with with a lot of folks, it, the, you think of the grates in some ways cast iron, where they just sort of season over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what what I always tell people is get the crud out of the valleys, um, but that dark black sort of rich color that develops over time. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good thing. That's flavor. Yeah. It's nonstick. It um it it only makes the cooking process better. You know, once a year, I agree. Take them out, spray them down, get all the junk off. Or if they've been sitting for a while, it's sort of caked on grease. But but I would recommend just using one of our cleaning brushes and uh, clear out the valleys and maybe, you know, try cleaning less. They won't look so pretty, but they're going to work better. How how are these made? I mean, you told us what the what the ingredients are, if you will. But are they cut in big sheets? Uh, I, I'm always fascinated by how the production process is yeah. on a product like grill grates it, it's actually it's very very cool um I, I guess if you're into machinery and yeah. <laughs> and manufacturing 
least it's cool. Um, but but the great start as uh, what's called an aluminum billet, which is uh, sort of a, a, a big uh, cylindrical, long, you know, uh, piece of aluminum. Sure. And it gets heated up and it goes through an extrusion die, which is the same thing. You know, think about Play-Doh, right? You know, you take a block of Play-Doh and push it through a mold. Um, same thing. So the, the, the aluminum billet gets extruded into these really long 100, 150 foot sheets, depending on, on which manufacturer we're using. Um, and they come out as these very long sheets, which then get tempered and then cut down to size. Um, and then once they're cut down to size, then, you know, s- certain grades, right? If you have a Weber kettle or a, some sort of Kamado or the PKs, right, that have rounded corners, we have to sort of do some additional fabrication to to match right. the footprint of the grill. Um, so we fabricate them and then we send them to get anodized, which is uh, uh, it's a, a hard coating on the grades, that, like I mentioned before, that, that you know, um, seals them, makes them safe to cook on, and then also develops into that um, nonstick surface over time. They get to our warehouse, we put them in a box, and we ship them to you. There you go. We're going to take a quick break here. Excuse me for clearing my throat, but it's that time of year, and it's getting wintertime up here in the Northwest. Um, We're going to come back with Dan Walter from Grill Grace, talk more about uh, the products and what's available for Christmas. Right after this, you're listening to Barbecue Nation. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. Uh, Like I said before, Leanne has uh, had to take the afternoon off. I work her so hard, you know, just slave driver type thing. But um, she'll be back uh, next week. And uh, we're talking with Dan Walter here, the CEO of Grill Grace. This is the time of year and we always run these shows and uh, for gifts. And obviously Christmas is, you know, a couple, three weeks away here. Uh, One thing that people are always concerned about, do you have the product? Can they get it in time? And then where do they go to find it? I mean, you have some retail outlets, but I think you've got websites and stuff that you can go direct, can't you? Yep, absolutely. Um, got about uh, several hundred retailers um, throughout, you know, independent barbecue stores, um, Ace Hardwares, et cetera, throughout the, uh, throughout, throughout the country and actually throughout the world where you can find our products. And we have a list on our website um, of those dealers. Uh, we also recently just launched um, online. You can find our products at homedepot.com, lowes.com. Um, we're still on Ace Hardware's uh, website and in uh, uh, a large number of Ace Hardware stores. And then additionally, we've launched some universal products that you can now find online and in-store um, at Academy. Uh, but of course, if you want to buy directly from us, you can go to growgreat.com. Um, we've got all of our SKUs for you know all the different grills you can imagine there. Um, or you can find us on Amazon as well. Oh, cool. So really, it's just like mom or the kids or whoever's walk out, look at the if they've got a Weber gas grill, uh, you know, a Genesis or something. They can go out there and say, we've got a Genesis. This is it. They can look it up and order it. Absolutely. And I think one of the challenges um, for folks before was like trying to figure out exactly what grill grate they, they need or what set of grates they need for their grill. Um, and so we've we've launched in the last six or so months here a tool on, on the website on grillgrate.com called Find My Grill Grate. 
Um, and it's basically a, a questionnaire, you know, what type of grill is it? What brand is it? Does it look, you know, if you don't know the brand or if you don't know the model, does it look like this one or this one? And yeah. it's a series of three or four questions that'll land you on exactly what set you need for your grill. Cool. Now you said you had some ancillary products, uh, like you suggested, I get one of your great cleaners and use that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you can send me that for Christmas, Dan, that's fine. Um, but, um, Happy. what, what, what other things, uh, that you were using the grates. You talked about having some that you could do indoor uh, like this, but you've got a pretty good extensive product line. We do. We, we've got a nice uh, uh, set of accessories to, to complement the grill grates. I think probably the most well-known is what we call our grate tool, which is our uh, spatula that looks like a fork that it yeah. fits perfectly into the valleys to lift the food off the grates instead of scraping the food off the grates. We have that in the form of tongs. Um, we have that in the form of something called a combo tong, which is that 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 um, finger is designed but combined with a spatula. We have a series of different cleaning tools. All of them are safe to use on your grill. You don't have to worry about bristle metal bristles falling off and ending up in your food. Uh, we have some you know cleaning spray and some other cleaning materials and scrapers and things just to keep your to make that process of cleaning the grates easier. And then we also do sell. Uh, some some seasonings and uh, spices and pellets and just some some products that we've curated throughout the years that are friends of ours or partners of ours that we think are really good quality products to, to complement your your growing your growing process and we've got those available on the website as well. You got to get Leanne's pig powder on there. It's let's do it's, it. It's great stuff, I'm telling you. And uh, I get no money. I do get some free pig powder once in a while from her, but I get no money for that. But it's it's really good. Did you ever have any uh, apprehension once, uh, you know, you took over? I mean, I, I've I've interviewed a lot of CEOs. I run my own small business, and sometimes you take on a challenge, and it's all, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. And then there's that first day, that first week, you walk in the door, and you're sitting in the office, and you go, what in the hell did I do? You know, you kind of scratch your head, and it, it's not self-doubt. It's like, it's more intense and intrinsic than even you thought it was. I, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would say when I jumped into this business, I understood the marketing side of it. And, and well, I thought I understood the marketing side of it, but <laughs> and that was pretty right. I didn't know anything about manufacturing. I didn't know anything about warehouse operations. I didn't know anything about supply chain management. And, and, and what I knew about the industry was was tangential, right? It was just from sort of being being a, a general consumer. So I had a lot to learn. I was fortunate to have a great team at Grow Great who, who helped me through the process and mm -hmm. brought in some other folks who, who knew what they were doing and were able to help and yeah. on the operation side, you know, because I was certainly batting out of my league there. But but to be honest, I I was amazed at how quickly and and easily folks in the industry welcomed me, right? And and I was really lucky to to develop relationships and make friends with with just different grill manufacturers, accessory manufacturers, personalities in the industry. And I, and I think it's unique. I mean, I've, I've worked on a lot of businesses in a lot of different industries. And I, and I have to say that this one in particular has been the most welcoming and, and the most supportive of, of anything I've done. And it, it made it really easy for me to learn, um, to, to, to learn how things work and, and, and build relationships and just, you know, sort of move forward in an industry that, you know, quite frankly, after COVID, the grilling industry, from a sales perspective, has been tough, right? And yeah. um, you know, it's getting better. Um, I think you know, folks bought all their grills, 
and they bought all their accessories in 21 and 22. And, you know, now we're just trying to figure out how to navigate, getting them to continue to, 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 to spend their hard earned dollars on, on products like this. But I've been really fortunate to, to step into an industry with great people. And it's been a lot of fun. I kind of think we learned a, a hard lesson, but a good lesson in that. I don't know who would have thought that the COVID lockdowns were going to go on forever. So they just kept warehouses were full. And then all of a sudden things got better. People were going back to work, this and that. And there was still some of those warehouses with, with product in it. So it was a costly lesson for some, I, I know, but I think it was worth it actually to, to, it, we brought up a baseline level and now we've got something to work with there. Like you said, you just got to figure out how to navigate that. No, I agree. I mean, the, the, the post COVID world was a perfect storm. It was everything you mentioned um, sort of coupled with these, these mega supply chain issues, particularly in things coming out of, you know, China and overseas. And, you know, I remember there was a time it was like $35,000 to ship a container from California or from uh, China to, to, to California. And it just, it, 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 it it changed how people did business, right? People were buying more. They were buying more at a time, you know, on, on the business side, right? Because we didn't want to run out of inventory. And then all of a sudden, like you said, you know, there's all this inventory and where did the demand go? But I, I agree. I, I think um, what we're seeing now is just a normalization of the curve. And I think, yeah. you know, there was some pull forward demand that 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 that's getting normalized. And, you know, people aren't going to stop cooking. People aren't going to stop grilling. Nope. And just got to keep trucking forward. Yep. Nope, I I agree uh, wholeheartedly. Again, Dan, where can they find uh, grill grates uh, in the in the bigger stores? And then tell them again about uh, your website, please. Sure. So uh, you can go to HomeDepot.com, Lowe's.com, or Academy Online or in store to find to find our products. Excellent, Dan Walter from Grill Grates. Merry Christmas, my friend. I hope you have a great holiday season. And uh, same to you. We will have you back uh, after the first of the year sometime, okay? We'd love to be back, and uh, I'll send you one of those grill brushes. Oh, you got it. You got it. Remember our motto here, turn it, don't burn it. Take care, everybody. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.